0: It's Tom McGivern. Welcome to another Housing Experts podcast, and uh, today we're going to be talking about home buying uh, in 2023 versus 2021 and 2022. This is going to be the episode that's going to help you understand what the major differences is, differences are, I should say, between what you're going to be doing this year what you're going to be going to be experiencing in this year versus what you may have experienced if you tried to buy a house or it didn't work out or you heard people talking about buying a house and what it was like in 2022 especially the the first half of 2022 and then of course 2021 so we're going to dive into that and I want to just say too that uh with the new year I'm going to be completely changing how I do this podcast so I'm going to be shortening everything, including the intro. There is no intro anymore. And I'm going to be getting right to uh, the content. So uh, for previous podcasts, if you've listened, uh, I'll apologize in advance if my, you know, the intros went a little long. Okay. So new year, new, new podcast, new everything. So let's get right to it. Uh, If you did want to reach me, 631-831-9048 is my cell phone. If you're thinking about selling or buying, of course, that's a great way to get in touch with me. I just redid thehomesalesexpert.com or it's tommcgivern.com. So go there. Check it out. Let me know what you think about the website and what's there, all the information. If you're not checking me out, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. Daily updates all the time. A lot of videos, a lot of uh, things going on here. So we're going to be talking about this home buying experience that you're going to have in in 2023. First, I want to just say the rates, 6.17% is the mortgage rate as of today. You can always access that on uh, on my link tree, linktr.ee slash mcgivern team. But it's a great website there. It just says today's rate. Click it and you can get the jumbo rate, the regular rate at 6.17%. Today is February 1st. The second thing I want to point out that today the Fed, Federal Reserve, is going to be announcing a rate hike. Most likely, everyone thinks it's going to be 25 basis points on the federal fund rate, which can have an impact on the mortgage rate and all this other stuff. So we'll uh, watch for that. I am actually recording this early in the morning or earlier in the morning before he speaks. The the inventory. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, I just want to point out that we have 2,300... 2,337 no excuse me 2,387 houses for sale total in all of suffolk county i'm going to talk about this more later in the podcast and why that's so significant versus the inventory when i did the pot the last podcast where i broke down all the uh, long island market this is for people you know who are interested in uh, on long island long island i have listeners from outside this area but the uh Inventory last month middle of, middle of January was two thousand four hundred forty nine. So we continue to decline in inventory. That is huge. And if you're thinking of buying a house, you need to be very, very much aware of what is going on there because it's important. You're you're waiting for prices to drop, maybe, or you're thinking the market's going to collapse and all this other doom and gloom nonsense that you might be reading or listening to on. On wherever YouTube or TikTok or something like that, it's nonsense. We have low inventory that is holding the line, and I'm going to get into the pricing dynamics of what has changed with this uh, podcast. So, with that, on the YouTube channel that I I uh, have on uh, Thomas McGivern One on YouTube, but if you if you just go to my website, you can find the YouTube channel. I did a uh, YouTube short and I just put the differences between 2022 and 2023. It's there, it's one minute long. I said, you know, I'm going to do an entire podcast on this. So the first difference that you're going to experience if you were buying a house in 2021 you know, or 2020, even 2019, the end of 2019, you're, you were experiencing multiple offers. Now that doesn't mean in 2023 that you're not. I just showed a house in Patchog last week 50 offers they had on the house now that has a lot to do with the broker grossly underpricing the property but i don't know the situation i don't know what the seller told them maybe they said how price it low i want i want a whole lot of offers i want to sell this as fast as possible i don't know but it was grossly underpriced now that is still occurring so you there is there is such pentum pent up demand especially in the lower price point very, very important that you understand that anything below 500 right now is a hot commodity. And the smaller the home, the low, the less expensive the home, the more activity it is inclined to get. And this house needed a ton of work priced in the low 300s, 50 offers, 50. And I, I shouldn't mean, and I'm, when I say ton of work, I mean, kitchens, baths, floors, doors, windows, you name it, the whole interior, most likely a gut for a lot of people. So you're talking about spending the ask price over 300, gutting a house, 50 offers, crazy. You need to be aware of that. However, the difference between then and now is if if you're especially in that higher price point, there is not multiple offers. They're not experiencing this. So if you're looking at 700,000 or above for a house, six hundred, certainly in the million range and above. You're not you're you're very much less inclined to experience that. Okay. So we're not seeing that. Over ask bidding wars. I just told you there was fifty offers on this house in in Patchog. Total basically a gut. 50 offers. Those those right offers probably took the the price well above The the brokers are very low, underpriced, probably 15% below market or even 20% below market. They should have priced it at 400. Be that as it may, there's 50 people trying to get this house. Uh, Over-ask bidding wars, you had those in early 2022, certainly in 2021. We're not seeing them as much now. Right now, homes are sitting on the market, even though we have low inventory a critically low inventory. This is a housing crisis that we're still in. Even though, despite that, houses are sitting on the market, they're not selling, I see more and more price reductions. So what does that mean? That means price flexibility a little bit. That means on most most houses, I would say a majority, at least 60% of them. So 10 houses listed, six out of those 10 are going to sit. Six out of those 10 are going to, and, and, and this is varying price ranges, they're not going to sell in a, in a day or a week. They're going to take some time. They're going to have to do some open houses as agents. As a buyer, your radar should go up that there's a little bit of price flexibility where we're not bidding over the ask. We're not, we're not offering over the asking price. We're offering asking price or less. Huge swing there. So now when people tell me, well, Tom, how come prices aren't dropping? The rate went up, went from 3% to 6.17% as of today, February 1st. How come the prices haven't dropped? And I'll tell you why the prices haven't dropped. Because that over-ask bidding, that it was happening last last year, early last year, it happened all throughout. It's still happening, like I just said. But it was almost every house. Before May of last year, it was like every single house, 15% offers or more and the the prices were you know if a house was priced at 400 it was selling for 560 or 570 or 600 we were listing houses we listed a house at 479 we got a uh, a was it 479 whatever it was like 611,000 when somebody bid like okay that's not happening that's the swing because the rate went up doesn't mean the actual Asking price has to drop. It's that it eliminated the overasks. It eliminated the buyer pool. It shrank the buyer pool throughout all, all price ranges. So over-ask bidding wars, they're less common. Financing flexibility. This is another major difference. In 2022, 2021, 2020, you had people... Uh, Sellers, they were nitpicking and they were getting cash offers and uh, heavy down payment conventional loans versus your low down payment or no down payment, Sony, May, FHA, VA, okay, VA loans. Those or and or people who had to sell a home, like a home sale contingency, people were getting cash offers, but they had to sell a home. Well, the sellers then weren't taking those deals because they were worried about, you know, what if that deal doesn't go through or whatever. So now we don't we don't have as much as that. We have a more opportunity for the, the VA, FHA, Sony made low down payment, you know, 5% conventional versus 20% conventional, less of the cash offers, the cash people, people with cash, they're now going reverting back to, oh, I want a cash discount. Whereas in 2021, I had cash offers that were exceeding all the mortgages and overbidding everybody. So cash, there was no value to your cash in terms of getting that you know, quote unquote cash discount because it's you know, certain advantages with a seller selling a house, taking a cash offer. There's usually no appraisal. There's no mortgage. There's no mortgage contingencies. There's none, none of that. It's just a cash deal. So they can be very advantageous. Right now, we see more flexibility. So financing flexibility in 2023, powerful. We have appraisals. Uh, uh we see, Excuse me. We have not over bidding wars, and we have less offers. There's not as many multiple offer situations. Big, huge swing. Another thing that people were talking about in 2021, 2020, 2022, again, or, were appraisal waivers. This is where people were getting a... a a mortgage, and they were telling the seller, "Where you can remove the appraisal contingency from the contract." That's big, and I would, you know, like email my people and I'd say, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And they were like, "Yes, we want this house." Okay, great. Make sure it's okay with your attorney. We need to have the funds. Uh, listing agents were verifying people had the money to close without the appraisal. All this, all this crazy stuff escalation clauses uh, a lot of a lot of stuff going on in 2020 2021 especially in 2022 the, the latter or uh, the uh first half well right now we're back to normal appraisals are as normal so when you're an offer you don't have to waive your appraisal contingency the bank still says hey if it's worth what it's worth and it's less you have some options there and if you don't uh If you want to grab uh, some information on my YouTube channel about what happens when your home appraises for less than what you're uh, selling it for and or you're buying it for, check the uh, YouTube video out. I do a a regular video on that and uh, goes over the options of what happens. So those are big. Okay. Let's take a breath here for a second. And already I can see that there's a definite difference between 2023 and you know, the the few the last few years passed. We are still in the seller's market because of the low inventory. But those are major changes. I mentioned home sale contingency, kind of threw it in there, but back in 2022, 2021 is another major difference. Like if you had a home sale contingency, it was really tough, right? So basically you're buying a house, you own a home, you have to sell it in order to buy. You make that offer and say, yeah, we have to sell a house. Your home, uh, your offer usually was, you know, not at the top of the list. Okay, for another seller to choose, they would just kind of say, "Ah, we'll put those off to the side. We want somebody who doesn't have a home to sell." Now, 2023, big difference. Home sale contingencies are much more acceptable because there's nothing really wrong with them. Yes, they can get a little precarious if you, you know, if you're selling a house and your buyer has a home to sell and then your buyer with their home to sell has another buyer who has a home to sell and now all of a sudden you have your you're like 4 5 and 6 deals deep that can get a little crazy because if one falls it's like a domino they all they all have problems <laughs> so but that's not that common okay it's not that uh, you don't have to worry about as much home sale contingencies are okay in 2023 I mentioned this also, homes on the market longer, whereas go back to 2022, 2021, 2020, homes were on the market like 11 days. And that was because they had a contract negotiations and inspections and things like that. It takes like a week or two to get into contract because the two attorneys have to go back and forth. You have, you know, negotiations, all this stuff. You accept an offer, you get an you get an inspection. All that time, to- all that stuff takes time. So the house would sit on the market for, let's say, eleven days. Meanwhile, they had like nineteen offers in the first like three days or three minutes. Now, home's sitting on the market a little bit longer, they're getting a little seasoned. That price at, you know, four ninety nine, maybe you're coming in with an offer after they drop the price to four seventy nine, and then you're coming in with an offer of four seventy nine, four seventy something like that. I'm just using that as an example there is much more flexibility whereas in the past it was like hits the market on a Tuesday you got to get in there and have your offer already in by like Sunday because the first showings were the open houses right Mick brings me to my next point open houses when you went to open houses in previous years nuts it was just crazy you had some some open houses, like over a hundred people showing up to them, lines out the door. Right, we had COVID. Everyone wearing a mask. It was like you know one at a time through the open houses. Open houses now, uh, there's less people, a lot less people. People are on the fence. People bought a lot of houses. There's a lot going on here. People are deciding to rent versus uh, uh buy. Just for the time being, you know a lot of people think, again, the market's crashing. It's All the prices are going to go down. Some people, that's complete nonsense. No one can tell the future what's going to happen, but the data doesn't say that, hey, prices are going down. And if you listen to the last podcast, if you're on Long Island, then you will get a feel for, hey, where the market is. It's slowing down, et cetera. But open house is not as crazy. Uh, I already mentioned the sale prices, 10% over ask. In previous years, now we're either at ask or or lower for the majority of homes out there. And inspections, negotiations. This is the last one. <clears throat> uh, big difference for the buyer in 2023 is your home inspection when you get it. Years past, yeah, you basically couldn't say, you, you just were getting a home inspection just to make sure that uh, you know what to do after you buy it. Meaning, Oh, you know, if you had a home inspection and you said, oh, I don't like this. This is broken. Can you fix it? They'd go, the seller might go, and their agent, oh, we'll go to the next offer. And you're like, oh, forget about that That fix. I'll, I'll take care of it. So you could still get a home inspection, but you really had no leverage in terms of negotiating or asking for things. Now in 2023, you do. So the home inspection, and we never use it as a tool to renegotiate. We use it as a tool for discovery, and if there's a major problem, we address it. You can do that now in 2023 uh, on most properties. Like I said, if it's craziness and you have 50 offers and you go to the open house and there's like 87 people in there, you know, oh, wow, this is going to go for, it's underpriced. You already know it. And you know it as a buyer, right? You're on the websites, you're looking, and I get texts from my clients a screenshot what they're looking at online. And they're like, oh my gosh, we got to get in here. And I text them, you know, it's on the price, right? And they, they say, yes. So you already know when you see the houses that it's a good, it's a good house. It's a good deal. has good value. It's priced really well. Probably priced accurate for the market. All things considered with the rate being where it's at and how, how high it's gotten. Of course, historically, the rate is not his it's it's not high. It's actually two points or a full point under if you averaged it out over the last 70 years or 60 years. Uh, the rate is still, 6% is still really cheap. It's cheap borrowing money. For every dollar you borrow, you're paying six cents in, in interest. That's, that's pretty good, all things considered. But those are the differences. Less offers, right? We don't have multiple offers. Appraisals are okay. You can get an appraisal. There's more flexibility with your financing. Home sale contingencies are okay. Homes are on the market longer. There's price flexibility. You can have a good inspection and use it in a way that's it's meant to be addressing any major issues, letting the seller know, hey, you might want to fix this. Would you fix this? Can we work something out If, if it's something that needs to be addressed? This even though it's like a quasi-buyer's market. That's what we're in. We're, we're kind of entering it. But if you listen to the last podcast on Long Island, if you're not on Long Island, you can get this information from a, a local real estate agent. You're not going to get it from uh, the the main websites that people go to because they don't list houses. They don't do those things. They run general reports, regional reports. You need local data. And so if you don't have a real estate agent or you you want somebody that, that does the homework like me, reach out to me. And I maybe I'll look for you and I'll, I'll, uh, I know a lot of real estate agents throughout the country, but I might be able to find somebody who does kind of what I'm doing here, which is breaking down the market, the local markets, so giving you the data you need. I could tell you on Long Island, um, right now, the, the, the market has, is just slowing down. Okay. There's less, there's less of everything. Now, uh, that's going to wrap it up. I got, uh, how many minutes here? Yeah. 20 minutes. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Check out the home sales, ec- uh, the, the home sales expert.com, and, uh and follow me on YouTube, Instagram. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks.